Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Connected Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology, and anything else that feels right. I am Sasha Owusu, SAD, here at SS Mediacom. Hello, I'm Sue Uniman, EMX Chief Transformation Officer and Essence Mediacom Global Head of Relevance for Creative Futures. Our guest joining us today is Nick Palmer. How are you, Nick? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Very good. Hot. Yes, yeah. it is hot indeed. Um, we're all in individual places within SS Mediacom and SS Mediacom X. Quite cool just, at EMX, actually. Oh, so. Quite cool over here, yeah. <laughs> Lucky some. Uh, Nick Palmer is Global Head of Creative Transformation here at SS Mediacom. Nick is primarily responsible for creating content-centric strategies for international clients. Nick has worked at Mediacom for the past 18 years. Previous roles include Global Head of Product, Head of Social Media Strategy and Mediacom Advertising and EMEA and International Strategy Director where his work won a European FE Gold in 2011. Um, Nick, thank you and for coming on Connected. Tell us about it. Tell, for which... this, is, this is going back now. Yeah. So, but the, the FE work was the uh, I Am Nikon campaign back when I, wow. you could win an FE for uh, for planning TV absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the lion was the Bose Listen for Yourself campaign, mm-hmm. which was the connection between Vice, Spotify and uh, Facebook and Instagram at the time. It was cool. That's fantastic. Uh, well, congratulations. Um, so new role. Uh, how has the last year been for you, not only within work, but also on a personal level? It's, uh, work-wise, I think for everyone it's been an interesting year, right? It, mm. had, had we asked that question 12 months ago, I could have reflected on, you know, probably uh, pandemic aside, business as usual, because we weren't in the middle of a merger. But you know what, what we've mm. seen in the last 12 months is really a journey that... I don't think everyone was expecting to go on a journey that we're very happy to be on, but also one that's probably left, you know, elements of both uncertainty and confusion and at times frustration. And the flip of that is excitement and opportunity. So, mm. yeah, the, the last year um, professionally has been uh, has been an interesting one. Personally, the last year has been fantastic. Um, I, as, as Sue will know, I've got a. Uh, a couple of little girls who are now coming to an age where basically they don't bother us every single second of the day. They're <laughs> what five and eight. And therefore, actually, it's been a much easier year personally than perhaps some of the ones that preceded it. And um, so, you know, lovely to hear that. Lovely to hear about your your, your girls. Um, lots of changes you said at, at work. What experiences your career to date have taught you the, the skills to navigate that and, and in fact to be a leader of it, Nick? You know, it's not just you, you haven't just survived it, you've kind of been leading the the, the changes. Sure. Um Media Common Essence Media Common, as Sasha said, been here for, for 18 years, has always been very good at creating new stimulus and new challenges just when things I think are about to plateau on a personal level. So I'll I'll start with answering it on a personal level because fresh challenges allow me to navigate um, whatever it is, right? And as as I look back on 
the career that I've had here, actually the challenge of pivoting from doing media strategy to moving into the creative uh, entity, creative part of the business, was a huge new challenge. And when that began to plateau, um, the opportunity to lead that part of the business was a huge challenge. And then when that began to plateau, um, lo and behold, a new enthusiastic charismatic boss got uh, put in on top of me um, and Steph is smiling because she knows Steph Calcraft well but that creates a new challenge and mm-hmm. a new opportunity so you know new challenges have allowed me to navigate and and a merger of two mm-hmm. uh, entities two organizations is a brand new challenge mm-hmm. um, and then from a from a leadership perspective and from a leadership people perspective, it's slightly trickier to answer. But I think that trust and respect of peers, because I I do know people particularly well in this organisation. I've spent a lot of time building a lot of um, positive equity up. And, you know, I think people do know, trust and respect me and that allows me to I guess lead and help people come along in a way that is you know is my own that's amazing um you've been here 18 years so if anyone knows what it means to belong at MediaCom and certainly you um how important is it to belong within the workplace I, I love this question um you know but I, I think there's something very uh special about uh, Mediacom and I hope Essence Mediacom manages to, to, to carry that culture through in as much as I say that I've been here for 18 years and then I look around and I see people who've been here for 20, 25, 30 years. Um, and then I look at people that leave and the amount of people that immediately want to rejoin. I don't have any hard and fast data on it, but I find it staggering the amount of people who come back through the revolving doors. Um, and so inherently, I think people feel a sense of belonging within the the company. And for me, I was, I was reflecting on this because a sense of belonging is, is twofold. You need to feel like you can be one's true self in a in a place whether that be with friends with with family or indeed in the workplace and i think it's often hardest to feel you can be one's true self uh, in the workplace but at the same time in order to do that you need to know what one's true self is um and actually one of the thing that comes with with age with experience is a much clearer idea of who i am and i think mediacom has been particularly good in helping me understand people and helping me understand uh, you know the different dynamics of individuals and helping me understand myself in order to realize and feel um a tangible sense of of belonging um so yeah it's it's a brilliant question it's one that's probably quite hard to articulate but it's one that is absolutely true of, of this workplace when it's it's you have articulated that a, a beautiful a very clear answer and and i would say as one of the people that's moved from um what was heritage mediacom to what was heritage essence emx um i couldn't have been made to feel more welcome i couldn't have been made to feel more that i belonged so i think it's something that's actually very ingrained in the cultures of the two agencies that have come together as as a startup as we're calling it so 
Um, and and actually, when I looked at Essence and and MediaCom, while the you know what we were delivering as a product was meaningfully different, which is clearly why we wanted to come together. Um, I felt some of the values and the values that the individuals that I met held were really really symbiotic. Um, so that's a cool thing, right? Cool. Um, what do you hope to have achieved by the end of the year? Good question. Um, I there's a lot to do. There, there, <laughs> there's a there's a hell of a lot to do, um, and we spend a lot of time talking about this anyway. So um, there, there is this incredible uh, opportunity that is right in front of us, um, mm. and you know we are calling that the new communications economy, and we are putting language behind. I think what a lot of people have intuitively felt about the communications landscape, um, but haven't been able to vocalise and articulate. And I hope that by the end of the year, that language is being shared and used and used fluently by the majority of the individuals in the organisation. And we have a collective sense of excitement that the agency are at the forefront of what we're doing. And then on a personal level, I want to be driving that excitement. Um, you know, people like Sue, people like myself, people like Steph, are the individuals that are gonna be responsible for being at the forefront of delivering that message. And I just wanna have done a really good job of doing that. Really well said, honestly. Um, and we look forward to, to seeing that come into fruition. Um, <laughs> Now on to more of our personal questions, Nick. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to this part. First question is, what is your favourite line from a poem, a song or a book? And Sue's smiling here. So I don't know whether she's got some undercover background no. knowledge. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 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 Um, uh, do you know what? I, I was looking at this question going, can I think of an answer? Because all that I... <laughs> Uh, whenever you have young kids your your listening habits immediately transform um and basically all that's being played in my house at the moment is taylor swift and beyonce nothing wrong with taylor swift and beyonce <laughs> no. there is no there is no deep lyric that is going to come from uh tay tay or beyonce so so kind of what i what i ended up on um was harking back to you know late teenage years early 20s i had a bob marley phase um and all the trimmings that went with it let's just leave it there okay. um don't don't worry about a thing every little thing's going to be all right um okay. and that's kind of been my outlook anyone who knows me i think knows that i'm pretty pragmatic that i'm pretty positive um mm. and that i'm rarely over emotional in every direction um so yeah i think that would be the uh the lyric love it you were a genie what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? Now, as regular list listeners know, we won't allow laptops or mobile phones because that just basically means everything. And it has to be commonly available objects. Mm. So OK. Your okay. top five. Fine. So I can't say my MacBook, um, yeah. but I probably can double click on the steam application within my macbook to allow me to play computer games um so or i would go a 
football manager case for a computer game right item number one football manager needs to be on on the floor football manager Uh, so we can do that item number two would be a really good quality frying pan um so anyone who knows me knows that uh outside of work i spend a huge amount of time cooking um prior to kids that was probably uh more adventurous than it is now but a uh, really nice frying pan would probably be item number two interesting that it's a frying pan not a casserole not a saucepan no even though i am tempted to add another cooking implement which right. would be my barbecue so let's nice. go with that as okay. item number three. three yeah item number four um would be my tottenham hotspur season ticket mm-hmm. a, a Tottenham season ticket Get you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh item number five would be a bottle of white wine <laughs> well fair enough Bottle of wine, football manager, frying pan, yeah. and a barbecue. I'm coming around yours. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. for the and not been for the Spurs season ticket. Yes, exactly. Was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, what is your single best skill, please? I think it's uh, it, this is a difficult one. I think it's being really rational. Oh, okay. Um, and I think it's not this is what de- I expected you to say. But okay, really, keep going. Yeah. It, well, it, my wife often says that one of the reasons that uh, she she loves me is because I'm rational and sensible and I don't look for drama or cause drama and I can help people. Um, I can help people make wise choices and sensible choices by offering pragmatism and uh, rationality. Um, and as soon as actually, my, I, I met my wife at MediaCom. So another uh, of the belonging. Uh, another pieces, con- connection. Yeah. A, another connection. Exactly. So. Um, so. So, yes, I, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's being really rational. Rational. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what would you have said, Sue? I. Oh. Well, I, look, I, we can't start down this thread because <laughs> then everyone that comes on is going to ask me, right? But the word that springs to mind, so I'm going to, I just want to be clear, this is not a trend, but, not a but, but like, yeah, it's not a feature. But the word that would have come into my head, first of all, would have been imagination. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Well, just, but yeah, yeah. I uh, guess, uh, I guess, rash, rational imagination. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you practice more if you had the time and the space? Um, I think it will go back to my love of cooking. So, okay. so I, I, yeah. I think I would. Wonderful. I think I think Tell I would spend. Well, I, I guess prior prior to the children arriving, yeah. I would spend hours on new recipes, trying to recreate fine dining. Are you sure this isn't what Rush saw in you? It could, it could well be. But do you know what? On our on our first date, I was actually so nervous. I broke a bottle of really expensive olive oil when she came round um, when I was cooking something for her. And she hated what I cooked for her as well. Oh, did she? Didn't tell me. Um, so, uh, so, so, yes. No, I would spend um, I would spend more time perfecting the craft, my craft of cooking. And again, on the on the theme, the area that I really want to get better at at the moment is barbecuing. So a good friend of mine just spent six weeks in. In, uh, Texas, um, oh, learning wow. all the tricks of the trade yeah. and doing something like that, um, yeah. I, I think would be I think would be amazing. So that would be what I would. Uh, what, I'd, what's I'd your What's your signature dish outside of, mm. or is outside of the barbecue? What's it's, your signature dish? 
it's a really tricky one um because there are lots of them and actually yeah. i'm the i'm the nerdy sort of person who will cook uh, a curry for 30 portions and then package them up and freeze them so i've probably got about 15 things that i yeah. can cook mm. brilliantly ranging from um actually my friend once had to do a come dine with me with his friends and he got me yeah. to cook everything for him and the dishes <laughs> that i cooked for him were a malay curry and um some thai fish cakes so i'm not sure if they're my signature but they're what i cooked for a friend who couldn't cook in order to host did he win oh uh, yeah he did <laughs> <laughs> toby you shared the money with you please <laughs> no <laughs> guess this last question or well oh. the penultimate question um but i have no clue so i'm just gonna play it safe i haven't got any paper here but i'm gonna type it in the chat and then when you've answered i'm only gonna press enter to see, okay. see i'm not cheating yeah. right so nick where in the world real or fiction would you like to live and why you're um yeah, well, it's going to be amazing if you do guess this one. And look, it's it's not particularly rogue or particularly exciting, um, but there is a place in Menorca called Binny Becca, um, which my wife has been go going on. Well, had had been going on holiday at uh, from the age of eight, and then we when we first got together, we have gone now every year for the past twelve years, um, and her and her entire family and extended family to up to like 30 people um will be there and at one point i was the kid of the group and now times have changed and <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the one of the adults of the group and it has always been a dream of ours to build a house there to buy a plot of oh, land nice. to build a uh, build a house there um <laughs> genuinely was getting close until uh economic situation in uh this country and indeed laws in the balearics uh but began to change yeah. um but it, it would be it would be there um because we we love it there oh, that's amazing that's really really nice and and definitely why i did that have so <laughs> are, are you gonna hit enter anyway because I yeah to, I'll, I'll, I'll go on, let's let's hit enter. Enter. north london um. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you know what i'm i'm south london so it's uh, uh it's he's a, not a, he, he doesn't even come north you're mad uh, well, only for tottenham sue only for tottenham, <laughs> only for tottenham. <laughs> there you go, there um, and now the questions that you cannot prepare for but some of Thank these are, they're getting quite personal some of these questions but you know let's go for it I am shuffling and then holding up three cards randomly. I don't even know what order they're in. And I'm going to call them A, B or C. Which would you pick? C. OK, if I were more confident, I would. Dot, dot, dot. Good question. I mean, confidence is not one of those things that people say I lack. Mm, no, um, I don't know. Uh, and so I'm trying to think of situations whereby more confidence mm. would um, would be a good thing. <laughs> um, I, I think <laughs> I, if I were more confident, I might start pissing people off. That's um, a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> we can leave it there if you like. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Nick, thank you so much for coming on Connected. It's been an absolute pleasure. And do remember us when you start your barbecue season. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. I've, <laughs> I've absolutely loved it. Thank you both so much. Thank you.
All right, take Lovely. care. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye.